welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me as always is Court Winsett. I am Court Winsett. Katie, I've got a secret. <gasps> What's your secret? I like secrets. Okay, my, I've got some secret financial information that we're going to be passing out to everybody today. It's from a person. It's from the Tooth Fairy. <gasps> Oh, okay. So yeah. what that means, if you happen to like to listen to our podcast and you've got young ones around, we don't want them to know the secrets. So right. this might be a great time to Well, I'll tell pause you what it. we're going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about the Tooth Fairy and some of her closely guarded stuff in about five seconds. So we're going to give you an opening bell and you got the opening bell to either get the kids out or shut the podcast off until a later time and then we're going. Ready for that opening bell, Cameron, whenever you are. Got it. All righty. Okay. So let's talk about this very busy person, the Tooth Fairy. You know, I don't know that she gets enough attention. She, he, you know, it, it, pop culture has portrayed it in different ways. Many different ways, definitely. But, I mean, we talk about how Santa Claus is so busy and one night going out there, giving all these toys to all these kids. Mm-hmm. Well, the Tooth Fairy works every day. And she's been around for a long time, collects roughly 300,000 teeth from children all over the world every night. Yeah, she going all over the world every night. Santa Claus has only got to go to go all over the world one night a year. Exactly. And somehow we're not giving credit to the Tooth Fairy. No, we are not. And I mean, you sit there and think about children. They, you know, typically they lose the last of their baby teeth around, I guess, 10 or 11. And a lot of times kids stop believing around seven or eight, but the smart ones, I think, hang it out because <laughs> they know that the payout's going to come, and if they yes. stop believing, then <laughs> money stops. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's talk about some of those movies that we've had with uh, Tooth Fairies. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, I mean, come on. He was a hilarious Tooth Fairy. Well, I think the main thing with The Rock, and the reason that that, that Dwayne Johnson as the Tooth Fairy was was an amusing concept was because of the, the sort of, you know... It's it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson with fairy wings on. Come on, that's yeah. that's hilarious, and that's probably the way the movie was pitched to someone. They were like, "Okay, here's a movie concept for you: Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> fairy wings, go." <laughs> Glitter, of course. Glitter, yes. And then you had a uh, Kirstie Alley and Toothless. Um, I remember this movie as a kid, but I don't think it's one I. I don't recall this movie. It, I, she, I mean, it looked had the Glinda dress on and everything, oh, Lord. and yep, yeah, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Then Larry the Cable Guy, yeah. was in Tooth Fairy Two. Mm, just not even, <laughs> not even ringing a bell. <laughs> no, I mean, I would, and then my favorite that I think about is the Molinator. Absolutely. So yeah. the Santa Claus movie series yes. and how they, I love that scene where they're all having their meetings and it's, you've got Mother Nature and Santa Claus mm-hmm. and the Tooth Fairy and he keeps trying, every meeting, I want to change my name. I want to change it. <laughs> and yeah, it's, I really think that was great. And then how you saw even the adult kid when he needed some extra magic, he pulled a tooth out and the Molinator showed up and brought him to Santa Claus. Okay, so is is our basic link to finances made simple this week going to be the Tooth Fairy gives out money? Do we? I mean, what 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 are we doing here? So what we want to talk about is the Tooth Fairy and how inflation and how what do people give their kids for their teeth? How do you figure it out? Why why why? Yeah, why are you giving money? <laughs> 
And, and for teeth, for God's <laughs> sake, Katie, let's talk about this for a second. Court has an issue with teeth. I have a real issue with teeth. I am, it, eyes, eyes number one, don't, don't ever mess with your eyes in front of me. I have a really bad problem with eyes. But for some reason, teeth and teeth falling out and talking about teeth and collecting teeth. I mean, that, that's just, that's just gross and weird to me. So, <laughs> ooh, no. <laughs> Yeah, so we are going to talk about the financial components of the tooth fairy. So yes, this is a fun episode, but for those that are parents or are going to be parents one day, it's a real thing. It's something that you can relate to and how you need to think about the financial impact of the tooth fairy. But so of course, we got to have fun. We got to have our top five. Yes. But because Court has an issue with teeth. I have, I have no desire to discuss this. So I'm going to handle all 10. Katie's top 10. Top 10. Ladies and, and gentlemen, we're shaking up that format. Yes. So these are 10 crazy ways that people have actually pulled their teeth. You know, <laughs> I remember back in the day, it's like you would use your tongue and try and like wiggle the loose tooth out or... Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's what you would do. But these videos that I found of these 10 different ways that people have actually had their teeth pulled out. actual videos that you found on the interwebs. Yes, real videos on multiple different pages. I thought they would be kind of... Horrifying. This is Court's personal hell (laughs) nightmare. (laughs) This whole episode. I'm so sorry, Court. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to list these out. And I just want to put a disclaimer out there. When I look at this list, I'm thinking, okay, this has got to be like... Kids and kids egging each other on, siblings. Um, kind of like backyard wrestling or yeah, jackass yeah, or something like that. Yeah, like the like jackass that. show yeah. with all of that. But this is, most all of these had parents behind them egging them on. Ugh. Okay, so number one, um, I mean, you've got the, you know, I'm not even going to count as number one. What I think of is you put the string around your tooth, you have it on a door knob, and you shut the door. That's yeah. like what a lot of us remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they have advanced so much since then. A Nerf gun. You tie a string on the loose tooth, you tie a string on the Nerf bullet, you stick the Nerf bullet into the gun, and then you shoot the Nerf bullet gun out. I, 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 it, it, yeah, it works though. It's, there was a couple videos about that. Another one. Tied a string to a dog and then either prompted the dog to come there with a, tooth, with a treat or they throw the ball for catch. And the dog pulls and the tooth comes oh, out. Oh, gosh. Yeah, crazy. Um, tied a string to dad's remote control rocket. So mm. then, tied, ro- rocket goes up. There it goes out the tooth. Bow and arrow. Yes. <laughs> Doing some Katniss Everdeen thing going like on. You know, real talk- bow and <laughs> Jeez. Have the string attached to the arrow and the arrow shoots out and there goes the tooth. Or at least oh. you hope the tooth goes with it. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, that was five. So... <laughs> Are you are you truly still on board with this thing? Because I'm just crawling out of my seat over here. It, it's it's real hard to watch. I'll tell you, this research for these were really hard. Um, <laughs> you know, with the rocket, there was also the remote control car, mm-hmm. a javelin. Someone stuck a Wait. string to a javelin, and these are parents doing this. Parents and kids, yes. Oh my god! I guess they're trying to be YouTube famous. I really don't know. Where is the line of supporting your child and parental abuse? I, I just, don't know. I have a picture of my kid getting like jerked forward and their jaw getting broken, and I mean, you know, it's, I'm just ah. One of the videos showed a parent tying a string to the tooth and pulling it while the kid was asleep. <laughs> I mean, talk about never wanting to go to sleep again. Oh, Nightmares, Lord. 
tying it to a golf ball and then swinging the golf ball. That's awesome. I mean, but yeah, how do you... What if it's a strong tooth? Yeah, what if it doesn't come out? That golf ball is going to swing around and hit the kid in the face. Yeah. And the last one was like a four-wheeler or a car attaching it to the bumper and the car pulling off. Oh, my God. Like, what if you get stuck and yeah, get Who broken? does these things? Who wants their tooth out that bad? I know you know the kid wants the tooth out. Why does the kid want the tooth out? Money. They want the money. But, I mean... It, what? I think I I'm not listen. I'm not judging. Maybe <laughs> there are some people out there that know about tooth extraction better than I do. That that they know they're not endangering their kids. But my gosh, that that kind of thing just makes me nervous. I was going to say, uh, we're not saying to do any of this. I um, got every tooth out of my mouth with my fingers. Do it the old school way, or if it's a stubborn tooth, go to the dentist because there are real issues of like leaving little bits of the teeth in there or causing more damage with your. Jaws or anything like that. So, Golly, yeah. Uh, I do have to say I when... I sprained <laughs> my face, mommy. <laughs> exactly. Um, one of our coworkers, I was reading this list and just ugh, like making noise. And she's like, what is going on? And I told her. And she said, well, we actually had a fail with my son. We tied a string to his tooth and, you know, we're pulling it. Well, then the string broke. And it was still t- stuck on the tooth, and they couldn't get the string off of the tooth. Mm-hmm. So it was just drama there. So, I mean, these can fail. Like, make sure you got sturdy string if you're going to try these crazy things. Uh, I mean, I guess that, that does just beg the question, what kind of string is the best string? Like, I don't know. We're not, we're not advocating for this, so okay. I'm not going right. to give a how-to. How-to... <laughs> Traumatize You're your the children. one that, wa- that brought this entire this entire subject up. Okay, so top five, ladies and gentlemen, Katie's top ten version. <laughs> okay, I got to go into my history lesson, Court. Here okay. we go. The origin of the Tooth Fairy. She's you know she he whatever we want it to be. Whatever. It's not always you know going to be Dwayne Johnson or mm-hmm. Kirstie Alley. So the modern tooth theory that we know of hasn't really been around that long. The first published mention was back in 1908 in the Chicago Tribune. Mm -hmm. It was an article to help parents persuade their children to lose those baby teeth and then leave a small gift of five cents under their pillow. So is there must be some sort of medical advantage to getting these teeth out um, if if it's been a thing for as long as it has to, to you know convincing kids that they want to get rid of their teeth it's there's got to be some sort of advantage to it right yeah I mean we should have gotten a dentist on for this episode they could have told us why we need to have these teeth out but I mean this makes the tooth fairy at least 113 years old so. They're old now. Okay, so back in back in the early early twentieth century, the nineteen hundreds and whatever's when the, the Middle Ages. Let's when go the back Tribune to that. <laughs> released that, when the Tribune released that article, how much was the Tooth Fairy pay in back then? It was five cents. <laughs> five cents. Yes. Five cents. Yep. Yeah. So really, this goes back to the Middle Ages. Europeans believed a witch could curse someone by using their teeth, so it was important to dispose of baby teeth correctly. Some were eaten. By rodents. Some believed a tooth fed to a rodent would lead to a development of a healthy and strong adult tooth. There is no way that this episode isn't going to give me nightmares. I'm sorry. I mean, some stories say that they were burned, they were swallowed. Yeah, it's... mm. So, skipping forward. 18th century France started to show more of the fairy tale that we know today. It was a bedtime story of a fairy that changed into a mouse to help a good queen defeat an evil king... The mouse would hide under the king's pillows and defeat him by knocking out his teeth. So there is where we all get these nightmares That's of our teeth falling out. 
which I know there's a whole psychology behind yeah, that of what absolutely. it actually means. And yeah, my sister, my sister had a recurring, recurring nightmare about her teeth falling out, and she's she always blamed it on a, right around the time that she had this recurring nightmare of her teeth falling out. She had just finished a Stephen King book called Tommyknockers, and in Tommyknockers, the 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 people, the characters in the book were losing their teeth, and so she said that it was. Tommyknockers made her start dreaming, having these nightmares about losing her teeth. But I think she still has nightmares about that to this day. There's some link to it that it says like you're forgetting something or you feel like you're out of control. I can't remember exactly what it is, but there is a link to why it's very common. But okay, so you've got the 18th century France uh, fairy tale. And so really the idea of leaving money, money under the pillow came from Scandinavia. And the Vikings actually would pay children for a loose tooth because then they would, sorry, court, they would wear these teeth as a necklace. So it was a good luck charm when they went to battle. So the Vikings are wearing little baby teeth around their neck and paying paying kids for it. Like a lot of our fairy tales that we grew up on, there's some dark history to them. It is not all Disney-fied as we know it today right yeah a lot of disney fairy tales are are well fairy tales the in general Grimm's, have some very very dark origins so. yeah so believing in the tooth fairy is something i think that each family has to choose if they're going to do it and like when the children believe and you know when you tell them if it's true or not mm-hmm. and so it's something that you know on one hand it's it's a personal opinion it's we're not making a statement of it one way or the other on this but believing in this is seen as a part of trusting the nature of childhood and dreaming and parents view it as a comfort for the kids as they're losing teeth which is terrifying if you think about it you're it, you're new to this world and you start losing the parts that you were just grew <laughs> I, yeah i mean you know is that do you personally have memories of of losing teeth and it being a disturbing thing for you? Because I did because I was one of those that my I held on to my baby teeth for a very long time and mm. I had to get some of them actually pulled. So it was traumatic for me. And I do remember that. Mm. And it was a big deal when I could actually get rid of them myself. I have a vague recollection of keeping one or two of my teeth, but I don't really remember ever being upset about losing them. Uh, I just wanted them out of my mouth. You know, I, I have a tendency, I think a lot of people do of sort of like, you know, your tongue automatically finds the the rough spot on a tooth or mm-hmm. the wiggly tooth or whatever, and you'll sit there and play with it. Uh, I, I've been doing that as long as I, as long as I can remember. So get it out, whatever. So who is the tooth fairy? Well, I will tell you that during this pandemic crazy time, Canada and New Zealand actually came out it was kind of a yes virginia there is a santa claus thing Mm -hmm. um a kid wrote and wanted to make sure that the tooth what was going to happen to the tooth fairy because all these people were being let go and canada and new zealand look at them being strong they came out and said that the tooth fairy is an essential worker Mm. i mean so important uh so parents use the tooth fairy to promote good dental hygiene it's also, really, the first form of income for kids. So it's a great teaching of monetization and free market. Plus, she loves glitter. So, I mean, the tooth fairy is awesome. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> that was just my Katie little nugget. Other in there. than having an unnatural obsession with everybody's teeth, the, the tooth fairy is awesome because she likes glitter. <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay, let's get to the money lesson. Money. That's we because are, that is what we talk about. Yeah, we're financial. Kim, you got 
little kids. So feel free to jump in on any of this because this is up your alley. I'm sure you uh, have gotten into the tooth fairy very well. This makes me feel terrible. Abby and I are not very like consistent with giving money. <laughs> have your kids picked up on it? Uh, maybe they're still too young to know. No, no, certainly not. We'll I like mean, think about it first thing in the morning after they've been asleep and we'll run in there and slide money in or we've forgotten in the past or we go get them ice cream, you know. <laughs> Well, so there, yeah, there's some lessons with that. So 1965, the going rate for a tooth was a dime. Then in the mid 90s, it escalated to two dollars. That's, I mean, how, how is this? Are we talking like market prices here? This this thing is this thing is going up with inflation based on based on the Dow or something? Oh, yeah, believe it or not, the tooth fairy it actually fluctuates. She pays attention to the S and P 500. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I kid you not, y'all. Mm. But so um, the most common monetary gift out there really is a dollar. Dads tend to report giving more than a mom. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Because dads are awesome. Yeah. So in 2018, the Tooth Fairy paid an average of $3.70. So I guess you're making change. I mean, make it easy on yourself. But they were doing $3.70 per tooth at a 43 cent decline from the previous year's average of $4.13, almost a dollar less than the average of 2016. So yes, there is a lot of, there's graphs, there's charts, all of that for the tooth fairy. Who knew? (laughs) I mean, I kind of presented this idea as a joke thinking, oh, how do you figure this out? But there's true statistics out there. There are stats on the, what's happened over the years with inflation, with your tooth fairy <laughs> visa actually has come out with an app yes there is an app for that there's an app for everything now earlier before we started the podcast i was saying they need an app to actually just so the tooth fairy can just pay the kids via a tooth fairy app. oh like venmo tooth fairy right but this isn't that app this no, is this this is an app there you would actually figure out your parental age group your education level your state your income bracket and it would compute how much you should be paying for these teeth. Mm. It, I had no idea that it was out there, but Visa Visa saw an opportunity and they took it. Well, sure. So, I mean, we'll have to check it out. It should be called Vin Moeller. Vin Moeller. It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> yes. Dad joke. Cam has taken that now, so no one steal that. That is his idea. Vin Moeller? Vin Moeller. <laughs> Vin Moeller. <laughs> um, there actually is 2% of parents out there that are giving... $50 per tooth, and even some giving $100 per tooth. Well, that makes sense. It's the upper 2%, you know. That's a lot of money for a tooth. <laughs> so the tooth fairy really is turning into a big business. Um, just within our office, I've heard anything from a dollar to $5. I mean, Cam just said, you know, very inconsistent on the amount given. But what you got to think about from financial thing is you are setting an expectation. If you have multiple kids... You once you start with that first one, they'll start comparing at one point. And uh, another girl in our office, she was talking about how her daughter, when she lost her first tooth, she felt bad that she actually had to go to the dentist to get it pulled. So it oh, wasn't wow. one that came out naturally. Mm. So she felt so bad about her tooth having to be pulled at the dentist. It was traumatic. She left her five dollars. Mm. Well, so then. You know, you yeah. started at five. Now you got to give five. You got to give five for every tooth, and you've got roughly like twenty teeth that you're losing. Mm-hmm. And then now she has another child, so then now five dollars has to be with that child. Yeah. So you got to think about that. That mm-hmm. it's you know what you put out there the first time is what you're stuck with. I did research. There are some families that 
you give toys instead of money, or they write you a letter. Can confirm. Oh, have you done toys? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about me. We're okay. going to talk about my whole life. Obviously, <laughs> my kids are, have lost all of their teeth, but boy, I've got stories. So the real reason of the price inflation and of how it's changing, and it may change by regions or schools or demographics or anything like that, is parents are not wanting to be outdone by their neighbors or other parents. It's all about keeping up with the Joneses. It really is. And if the kids are sitting around the playground and they come home and want to know, well, Johnny got $5 for his teeth and my teeth are better quality than his. Why did I only get a dollar? <laughs> like it, it's gonna, it's real conversations. Mm. But also most of the time there is a guilt factor in that parents who work and they feel guilty about they're not getting to spend as much time with their kid, maybe they're going to give a little bit more money because it's kind of one of those like, oh, well, I don't get to spend much time with you. Let's give a little extra money. Wow. I, I, I just can't believe that there's that this much thought that has gone into teeth and teething and toothing and let that's just gross. It's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, it's, there's so many aspects of it because then what you set this standard of is their first form of income, their first form of seeing this. So if you're overindulging your child and setting a standard, it's, it's you, the parent, it's the bank, it's your conscious, it's, you know, what is it? It's you're deciding what you're doing, but it's kind of one of those like Pringles, you know, their slogan for a long time is like, once you stop, the fun won't, or once you, once start, you start, the fun won't stop. Mm. So it's like, once you start with the whatever amount you pick, you can't really, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are set with it. You are set with those prices and you can't really go down from there. Although there were some arguments that if you were to change your price and you can be like, oh, well, this is for your first tooth, we start with this, but then every other tooth. Or it's like a coupon, like every third tooth you get five dollars. You know, the in between teeth you get one. I don't sure. know. Be creative. Why not? I mean, parents out there are doing elf on the shelf, so they've got some creativity. So you gotta just stick with your messaging. Make sure husbands and wives are speaking because mm -hmm. I feel like that's when the fight would happen if, you know, the dad has left five dollars and the wife's like, We're only doing a dollar. What are you doing? <laughs> But so, yes, think about it. You know, the kids typically lose about 20 teeth. Um, so it could really add up. If you are doing $5 per teeth, that's $100 per kid. Yeah. Okay. So uh, at this point, I do want to, to break in and point out, you know, we can't really, we could try and argue that this might need to be a budget item or something. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if you got a couple of bucks, you just stick it under a pillow every now and then, probably, especially because they don't, it's not like they lose all 20 teeth in one year. So, you know, they, maybe <laughs> you, this is kind of like going back to the car episode where we say that even though you may not have a car payment, you just don't know when that next car payment is going to come up in a repair or something like that. Mm -hmm. So from the second that kid starts losing teeth, the clock is ticking. Yeah, well, I still don't think that it necessarily rises to our annual budget episode needing to be on that expense list, you know? But it's like you said, um, people don't carry around cash these days anymore. So no. you do have to plan for it at least to the extent that you need to make sure you got some money uh, around the house in case the kid just drops a tooth and you know, you know, you're not running out to the ATM at 10 o'clock at night to make sure that that 
20 gets under the kid's pillow. And I, the reason I said 20 specifically is because <laughs> if you if you do have to go out to the ATM, you're not just talking about going out to the ATM. Are you really going to give your kid a 20? If your ATM only gives out 20s, you got to go to the ATM and get the $20 bill. Then you got to go to the 7-Eleven and buy the pack of gum or whatever so you can make sure that you get a dollar or a couple of dollars or a $5 bill back. Yeah. So that you got the the appropriate change to give to the kid. I mean, this is a hassle. So, you know, you do. And we're not saying, like I said, we're not saying you necessarily got to put it in your annual budget, but you, 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 you want to be prepared for these things. So when you've got your wallet filled with your ones to tip your Sonic girls, then maybe at home you have an envelope that has your dollars in it that's for the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. It could I mean, be. You know, maybe it's it's preparation. You plan for it. You figure out ahead of time what it is. And so, yes, you don't have to formally put it in your budget unless you've got like six kids. Oh, well, then yeah. that's, you know, it, it triplets. Can add up. I mean, that could break the bank right oh, there. Oh, yeah, that I mean, can add yeah. up. But it's, it's being prepared and knowing and setting a standard of how much are you going to give and making sure you have that money on hand. Mm. So, okay, let's let's flip it. We did a whole episode about teaching kids about money. So, as we've said, this is kind of the kid's first impression of money. Very well could be. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, they may at this point have an allowance, but usually I feel like they don't. It's, it's still really, this is the first thing. So, take this opportunity to educate them on this money and by giving them an old school piggy bank. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, nowadays, like you said, there could be the... Vin Moller, what did you Vin say? Moeller. Vin Moller, trademarked. <laughs> there you go, Vin Moller. Um, and so then it shows that it pops up in their account. Think about those three jars we talked about, the spend, save, and give. And so, of course, then your kid may want change. If you give them a $5, they're like, well, I got three jars. I need to split this. So then you you got to... Oh, God. It's, so yeah. much going into this. But see, that's where you go back to the Beth Pickler rules and you have the Bank of Mom. And she had her checkbook, and so she kept everything just written down and didn't have to actually have the physical cash. So I would like get if this situation, I would give her my five dollars, and she'd say, "Okay, well, we'll put, we'll split it three ways, and I'll, I'll document it in the ledger of the <laughs> bank of mom." Yes, uh, there are so many, there are so many items that we've just gone over that I can illustrate with just this one story. Except it, it as I, as I think about it, it gets longer and longer because it spans the life of all of my children. Um, Robin and I were out one Friday night, I think. It was a very late night. It was a social evening for us. So we were out very late and we came home very late and it was very dark. And I was very, I was, I was very, very tired. I was very (laughs) tired at the end of the night. I've had an adult beverage. I mean, I'm just, I'm going with, I was tired. Okay. I was very tired. And, uh, our child had lost a tooth that day and I went to put uh, the appropriate amount of money under the pillow from the tooth fairy and um, put put the money under the pillow. And then my wife and I went off to bed. And the next morning we woke up to find out that the tooth fairy had left my child a $10 Woo! payment for the tooth. I can tell you that that's not what the tooth fairy intended to leave for the <laughs> child. The tooth fairy intended to leave a $1 payment. One ten, they kind of look similar. No. I was very <laughs> tired, and it was dark in the child's room. I'm just saying. Sounds like the tooth fairy had a fun night. <laughs> um, so you know, but that that precedent was set for for the for our for not only that child, but for the the subsequent children that we produced. 
um, and, <laughs> and the teeth that they produced. Um, and, but see, my son, he took it to another level. He like the first time he lost a tooth, he wrote out this this letter to the tooth fairy explaining that he would much prefer rather than the tooth fairy use cash that the tooth fairy just use an equivalent uh, an equivalency system and give him a toy that was worth the amount of money that the tooth fairy would have otherwise left. Oh, had this whole thing, like, changing the terms. Yeah. Okay. Just, it was like, it was like, you know, he was negotiating with the tooth fairy. I mean, this isn't McDonald's. You can give what you want or what is it? Have it your way? Yeah. yeah no. no. He wanted toys. Okay. And he, so he ended up, he ended up and getting toys. So then for a while, you know how you have a gift closet? We had a tooth fairy closet. Robin ah. always had some tooth, some tooth fairy toys around for my son. I don't even remember what we did with for the, for the third one. As a matter of fact, I'm not even sure if she lost her teeth. She may still have all her baby <laughs> teeth. I can't. I can't remember. By then, it was just it was all not. on autopilot. But anyway, so we you know all because of one very late night. We we by the by the end of the second child, we were giving out like Power Rangers for teeth and stuff. Losing teeth is an educational goldmine, and obviously, your son was showing a entrepreneur skills of I mean you have to appreciate yeah. the you have to appreciate the the I, I yeah absolutely I appreciate that he said oh you know I, I don't want the money uh, give me give me the toys that's great but yes yeah, so it's you know think about it it's a lesson of money remember to teach your kids about money and it will follow them for the rest of their lives so this is a great way to start it but it's also um I mean I, I can't give any advice I haven't become a parent yet but I do not know how you do it with trying to get the tooth out from under the pillow of this kid that's sleeping, sleeping yeah. and put money under there because I would be terrified you'd wake him up. And then what do you do if you're standing there and like, uh, just go back to sleep? Yeah. Well, not to mention, I'm pretty sure one of my kids used to fall asleep with the tooth under the pillow with their hand under the pillow, fisted around the tooth. So, that sounds like something I would do. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it gets crazy. And this is this this all goes into parental anxiety that you've you've probably experienced in several different ways. You know, you wake up the next morning, and you're like, oh my god, I forgot to leave the money for the tooth fairy, or oh my god, I forgot to move that stupid elf on a shelf, <laughs> or oh my god, I forgot to leave candy in the in the advent calendar. Whatever it is. There are these things that parents are required to do when the children are asleep and you wake up the next day and you you realize, oh my gosh, I forgot to do whatever. And so what, what do you do if, if you're the tooth fairy and the tooth fairy didn't show up? When, what, what are you going to tell the kids? Yeah, so we found this list of 10 reasons why the tooth fairy didn't come last night. And um, they're, they're pretty funny. The dew was too heavy. Her wings got wet and she couldn't fly. Okay. <laughs> Tooth Fairy was on vacation and the substitute Tooth Fairy didn't know what she was doing. Blame it on the underlings, (laughs) always. She couldn't get to your pillow due to your messy room. Oh, shaming the kid for the messy room. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's good parenting right there. Uh, Too much traffic. She'll leave earlier tonight, I promise, son. Oh, yeah, so teaching kids about being on time for things. Mm -hmm. She was sick. Oh, you can't be mad if she was sick. (laughs) She, she, spreadsheet error. Uh, your tooth was projected to come out on Friday, so she wasn't ready for it today. <laughs> yes, that that is awesome. That sounds like something your son would believe. Like, I oh, mean, okay, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Or like, because of your request, the projections for not, were off. I'm yeah, sorry. because of your request for you know ten dollars to now be a toy, it'll take a little bit longer. Exactly. Um, the tooth fairy likes snacks. Leave one out tonight, and she'll probably come back. <laughs> 
Oh look, she dropped the money on the floor over there. She you, she must have uh, she must have wanted you to keep your tooth as a souvenir. So forget about trying to get the tooth away from the child. Just throw the money in the corner and be like, look over there. Just open the door. Throw the money. You probably woke up and scared her away, even if you don't remember doing that. And then finally, she ran out of money, and she'll be back tonight. <laughs> She's a tiny fairy. She can only carry so much. So there were just so many teeth she had to pick up last night. And uh, boy, she ran out of money because she can't carry enough money for everybody all of the time. You stingy child. Yeah. So with remember, this should be fun. It shouldn't be a fee. It shouldn't have to be a chore. Um, and being the tooth fairy should not put you in debt. I have to disclaimer that. I know we said it's not a budget item, but... Make sure you are being realistic and don't try and keep up with the Joneses. If you cannot afford to give your kid $20 per teeth, for two teeth, tooth, yeah. Each tooth. Each tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Then don't do it. Like, do what works for you and use some of these great, wonderful excuses out there to explain why you are picking the amount you're picking. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like we have given you... Plenty on teeth. I feel like (laughs) we could have stopped after just saying tooth one time. And no, we said it a million. So let's give this thing a bullseye. (laughs) Okay, so what kind of bullseye can you take away from an episode about the tooth fairy? Well, it's pretty simple, folks. The tooth fairy suffers from inflation just like the rest of us. But is it really suffering from inflation? I mean, the fact is that inflation is something that we uh, that we exist with and prices go up. And part of that is because we have this thing called the Federal Reserve that's actually trying to control inf- con- inflation. And one of the things that they want to do is they're actually targeting an inflation rate of 2%. So if inflation were all that horrible for our economy, then wouldn't they be going for zero? No, they're actually trying to aim for an inflation rate of around 2% per year. So maybe inflation isn't necessarily as bad as we thought it was. And just know that it's out there. You, you see it in everything from, from the prices you pay for burgers to what the tooth fairy is paying for a tooth. That's my bullseye. But so I want to wrap up this one with my bullseye of set a budget. This doesn't necessarily mean that it's on your big budget thing that we've talked about all these other episodes, but just set a standard in your head of what you want to give to your kid. Set that expectation because once you start it, it's going to be stuck with you for all these teeth of that one child and all future children. And really take this opportunity to teach kids about money because it really will make a huge impact on their life. If you can teach them the value of money as a child, it'll stay with them forever. But Tooth Fairy is fun. We would love for you to tell us some of your funny stories in comments and all of that, but that's my bullseye. Bullseye. Ladies and gentlemen, you've reached the end of yet another episode of Bullcast Podcast. If you like what you heard and you haven't already, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service or your less favorite subscription service and subscribe to our podcast. Have it coming onto your phone or onto your computer or into your ears every single week. Subscribe. That's Bullcast Podcast. And if you'd like to see some pictures of us, you can always check us out at uh, Instagram. That's at Bullcast Podcast. Or 
We occasionally say something on the Twitters. That's at Bullcast Podcast as well. If you'd like to find out more about me or Katie or leave us a message or suggest an episode topic, you can check out our website. That's BullcastPodcast.com. And finally, if you'd like to find out more about me and Katie and the great team that we work with and our boss, David Pickler, you can check out the website for the place where we work, which is Pickler Wealth Advisors. And that website is PicklerWealthAdvisors.com. That's advisors with an O, not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now had everything you could possibly stand to know about the Tooth Fairy and, in my personal opinion, about teeth. So, for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. And don't you worry, we'll let you know when Cam gets that app put out. <laughs>